Welcome to everybody's other Mal and Johnny show, but you've got a you've got a gig coming up, I think. <laughs> I got a gig. You know, we've all went into lockdown. The whole world went into lockdown, but it took us yeah. by surprise. So if we had events, I mean, did you have a lot of events lined up, things you, you were going to do I this time? I had a few gigs that had to cancel. There wasn't too yeah. many, but I mean, yeah. I don't do too many live gigs these days because there's not the call for it. These, I mean, I don't know, it's... I've been in the business 55 years and uh, I get fed up of humping the gear up and downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's always the way. First in, last out, I carried, right, carried yeah, the yeah, gear. Yeah. I, a little, I didn't lose yeah. much on it. I mean, because yeah. you can still do the, the TVs and things because so you can just go in and get tested as you're going. But yeah. theatres were all closed, clubs were all closed. Yeah. And I'm glad to see you're doing a gig. Yeah, so well, it, how are you going to prepare for this gig? Now? Well, that's the thing, you know, because this, well, not even this time last year, it was 18 months ago at the beginning of last year, I was all sort of set. You know, I'd got my got the set lined up. I'd just been to Prague to record a new orchestra for the new album. So that was all yeah. in place. I'd been rehearsing. I'd started going on a running regime. Hello, it's Mal Pope here. It's just over a month until my tour, An Evening with Mal Pope, starts at the Y side in Bilth Wells. Then we've got 14 dates at the moment, although we're adding to that as we speak. So all the work has been done for the new album, Butterfly. It's at the manufacturers and being delivered to iTunes and Spotify and all of those uh, streaming sites. But in the meantime, the hard work starts. It's a couple of hours every day in the studio, practicing the piano, playing the guitar and singing. And then every other day, it's out for a bit of a run. I reckon I've got 100 kilometres to run to get fit for the start of the tour on March the 28th. I mean, I suppose with all your tap dancing, you're naturally fit all the time? Yeah, but I mean, a good workout is an hour on stage, isn't it, to be yeah. fair? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you come off and you've done a, you've done a workout. Yeah, yeah. And you know, singing... People don't realise. I mean, people who do ordinary jobs, they think you're having fun for an hour, but the mental pressure and strain on you, you come off, you probably use more calories yeah. than digging a road. So what I, you did, you were going to do a tour or just a couple of gigs? What was it? I had a massive tour planned. It was going to last oh, most of the year. Hello, it's Mal Pope here. Tickets are now on sale for my tour of 2020. Along the way, we'll be travelling to the Wyside Arts Centre in Bilth Wells, Theatre Muldoon in Cardigan, the Park and Day in Triorchy, a cappella in Penturk, the Lyric Theatre Gamarthin, the Gwyn Hall in Neath, the Swansea Grand Theatre, the Torch in Milford Haven. <laughs> and you know, the you know, the first couple of weeks you think, all right, well, we'll put it back, you know, a couple of months and you'll be, be all right. And then you put it back another couple of months. In the end, we were putting dates in. We, I thought there's absolutely no way we're going to be doing these, but we'd still put them yeah. on the website because the theatres are booking them in. Anyway, I had one booked for the Porth Call Grand Pavilion. It's lovely. Have you played the Porth Call? Oh, of course oh, you did. Many, you did pantomimes, times. didn't you? Pantomimes. I did pantomimes there. I did summer season there. I've done one-offs. I did my Frankie Bourne show there. I did, you know, I've done loads there. Yeah, beautiful theatre. And it's funny talking about the pavilion. I was doing Panto in Swansea Grand, I think, 1969. Right. And Stan Stennett, who is the top of the building, he said, where can we do a summer season in, in, in Wales, John? He said, I said, well, there's, there's the pavilion in Portugal, which has been dark for years. They only put the odd thing on. Mm. And it was through that that Stan went there and got it sorted out. And we did a, a whole summer season there. And he cleaned up. It was packed. We had signs out the front you know, full house and all this. And ever since, it's been a going... I tell you, when you go there, you'll go one of the, go to the Stan Stennett dressing room. Right. There's a picture of me up on the wall, a picture of Stan. 
I'll take a, I'll take a selfie, the three of us, the three yeah, of us. I think, I think actually I'm next to Vince Hill. I, got, I don't know, somebody told me I was in it. Because, the, you know, that venue has got so many great memories like you're talking about now, but, you know, Paul Robeson, you know, right. when he, he couldn't come across to Britain because they'd taken his passport away for, you know, was it uh, whatever, the, accused of being a it communist? Was the, it was the... Um what was the thing McCarthy. that was the witch hunt? Wasn't McCarthy. It? They thought everybody was a communist. Yeah, yeah. So he phoned, yeah. he phoned it. I mean, a lot of us phoned in our, <laughs> a lot of us phoned in our performances, Johnny. But he really had yeah, to yeah. phone in, <laughs> he really had to phone in his performance for the miners, I stared And that, that's fantastic. Yeah, so it's yeah. got that, you know, it's got that feeling about it. And actually, I think the last time I played there was with Chris Needs. As a, Chris. Yeah, it was a packed out night, uh, you know, like a lot of variety stuff. And the room was, was buzzing. Yeah, so yeah. I had a date booked in. Uh, they'd moved mm. it about four or five times to, to July the 9th and I, I I was paying it no attention at all Johnny I was just carrying on with my life like normal and yeah. then I got a call from them booker and he said uh, man another gig on July the 9th I said yes he said it's on oh, good. I, 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 it took me <laughs> I thought what he said it's on do you want to do it I said of course I want to do it but then it kicks in isn't it you're thinking right, That's right. what am I going to do Johnny what am I going to do well, you've got, you, you resurrect your act but yeah. I mean you're different from me you you do what they call a set because you're a muse over here, aren't you? Whereas <laughs> I'm, an, I'm an act. Oh, I we're very like different you. to you. We don't mix with the acts. We, 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 we... <laughs> <laughs> you don't mix with the terms. Because um, I, I tend to, like, for instance, I try to work my act like a story. Right. So I start with a, an opening number, which will be an up-tempo number, something like, I'm so excited, point to numbers. I mean, then I'll do a little song and dance yeah. to bring the tempo down. Then I'll do perhaps a couple of gags couple of impressions, and then I'll do an, another, say, routine, and then I'll do a, a Manolo medley or a, a Neil Sedaka medley, and I just make it like a... So it's got a bit of um pace to it then. Yeah, yeah. So I suppose you do a similar thing, but with 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 your numbers. How do you, how do you well, set yours up? See, that's the thing now. I, I, I did have it all planned. And not that I've forgotten, but it's like... Um, well, I've written a whole, you know, well, I've written a whole triple album since the, the last album I was going to tour. So I've got to forget about the new stuff, except for the new single. I still think yeah. about you getting lots of plays on radio all over the country. Johnny, just thought I'd drop that good, in. Good. Um, but I'm going to go have to go back to those old songs. And what I had planned was uh, to, because I went when I went to Prague, I took a lot of little cameras and put them all around the studio for different angles on the orchestra. So the original idea was to maybe cut those together and then put them on a big screen. Uh, and, well, pl and play along with the song. So you get an orchestra in the background, maybe some sort of pictures of being in Prague. Or so, um, and I'd started on that, but I hadn't finished it. And now, but where did I put them? You know, it's a year on. I've got, I've got a hard drive full of Mal and Johnny shows. <laughs> where on earth is Prague now? <laughs> so, you just have to get me on the gig. Have to get, well, I'm, honestly, <laughs> we're, we're booking the tour for next year. If these theatres are open, we're going to do the Mal and Johnny <laughs> show next year. Yeah. But it's other little things. See, it's like... Um, you see these these fingers here now. When I play guitar in the studio here, yeah, um, I play I play a little bit, and then I'll move on to the piano or something like that. Now, then if you're going to do two hours worth of playing guitar, mm. your fingers hurt unless you've been playing them because the, the tips of your fingers have to get hardened. Right, so, yeah, um, yeah, of course. So, you don't use plectrum then, you do finger No, it's a plectrum in this one, and then... Mm -hmm. Oh, the, so the, these, yeah, yeah, yeah. These yeah. go on, on there. But the thing is, unless you, you know, you can't fatten a pig on market day, as they say. No. You can't no. just, well, I've tried. I, what I, if I get a gig and I haven't done a lot of rehearsals, I'll put nail varnish on the, on the tips of my fingers because it gives a little bit of like a skin there. Right, I know. But, I know, you know it, yeah, it yeah. hurts, John. People don't know that. <laughs> it's the thing is, it's like, 
if I had a gig down next week, I'd have to be doing my singing practice and doing all my exercises. Because exactly. your voice, you lose the, the, the resonance then because yeah. you're, not, you're not singing, so you're not using it. Yeah. And it's like every other muscle. You don't use it, you're blinking, well, lose it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the same with me, Lee, but a different kind of, in a different angle. But I mean, my yeah. tap dance, I can do that when I fall down. I mean, I've been doing it since I'm a kid, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I suppose that, yeah, muscle memory. Do you have to, I mean, do you... Do you wear two pairs of socks? When I was a footballer, I used to wear two pairs of socks to stop the blisters. What about you? No, no, no. no just one pair of socks. One pair of socks. <laughs> I mean, what damage can you do as a, to- as a tap dancer? Are there any well, sort of injuries? Knees, I suppose. Yeah. It's just like running. So you're going to... Knees is the problem, tap right. dancing. Right. Um, depending on how strenuous your routine is. I used to do backflips and all sorts when I was 18. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I couldn't do them now because my hips wouldn't let me do it. But... Um, most of my stuff is American type tap dancing, which is very well, close to the ground. You've seen this stuff, yeah. Actually, very close yeah. to the ground. Stuff. But the knees take a pound of tea. But I, it's funny, strangely, after doing it, it, the knees feel better. It's like as if I need the exercise. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, well, I've started, so I've, and the thing is now with, because I'm playing the guitar, I've got the guitar here now ready, and what I'm doing is yeah. trying to do 10 or 15 minutes at a time. Every yeah. so often during the day, so it gives a chance yeah, to sort of like build, build it up. up, build it up. Trying to do a bit of singing, Johnny. Yeah. Trying to trying to do a couple of jokes, see if I can make myself laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like the piano playing, you know. Because now this is a this is a terrible confession, okay? So with with modern techniques, you can play yeah. a song, you know, same writing a song now, and I'll yeah, I'll write yeah. it like that. And I'll get quite close percentage piano playing, and then you can go back in afterwards and put all the wrong notes in the right place. Right. Okay. Well, you know, once you've recorded it, you probably never play it again because you're on to doing all the other bits and bobs. So some of the songs I'll be playing a week on Friday at the Grand Pavilion Post, I haven't played all the way through properly ever. Not even... <laughs> so I've got to practice play, them. You play by ear, though, don't you? So it's not as if you could have the music up. You can't have the music up. I, there's no help at all. I've just got to... I've just got to learn them. So again. all all the stuff in your set is all all material you've written, or do you use other people's songs as well? I, I only I, I only do my own songs. I only do my own songs. I've done the whole thing where we um we used to do with the, with Malpope and the Jacks. We used to go and do cover sets, and uh, we used yeah. to you know we used to go and then we'd only ever do songs that we loved by other people. And it's right. it's funny really because I came to a crossroads in my in my career in many ways. Um, I started we started. The band were very good because they were very good musicians, and we we, we did a lot of the clubs. We started doing celebrity parties. We did um, Joan Collins, David David Manuel, Linda Lusardi's wedding, Simon Mayo's birthday party, and actually it was Simon Mayo who brought me to a crossroads because um, I, we did his birthday party, and he wanted a band because obviously he could have had any band because he was on Radio yeah, One, yeah. He, and he said, "To be honest, Mal, what I want is a band that won't be upset if people don't listen to them." You know, because you get a name band in and it's a party. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, they've only got two or three hits, haven't they, most bands? So, and we did all the hits. So I said, oh, yeah. that's, that's fine. We used to, you know, we're louder than everybody else, so we don't care. So, yeah, yeah. And it went really well. It went really well. So the next Monday on Radio One, he said, my birthday party, we had the band of the century, Malpope and the Jackson. And then he gave out my home telephone number. Yeah. So I'm, I was actually in Llandidno doing some programme for HTV, Art Primetime or something like that. And oh, I get a call from home saying, there's something going on. Our phone won't stop ringing. And I had over a thousand phone calls. It did, because it kept Never. a record of a thousand phone calls, because it was going to my computer, of all people yeah, yeah. wanting to book Malpope and the Jacks uh, wow. for, for their parties. And I just thought, 
I can either say yes and do that for the rest of my life, mm. or I can kill it. And, and you I, killed it. I killed you? it because I just didn't want to just do other people's songs. And I think the boys. It's all about the stuff. money, man. It's all about the money. You can be rich, <laughs> so, but. <laughs> I'm still saving up for artistic integrity. No, but I just see, thought being just a singer and not a songwriter. I always sing other people's songs. Yeah. That's my that's my game, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. when I go into the Manolo medley, all the Manolo fans love it. I yeah. don't take any chances. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so well, how was the bookings going for the for the Port game? Sold out. Sold out. Sold out already. Sold out. Yeah. I don't know. So they... do you actually promote it yourself, or have you got a promoter that promotes it? Um. Well, we. <laughs> We will go into. I've still. Well, actually, they've pulped them now. They've pulped all the posters, and all the leaflets that we'd had printed up. Um, yeah. You know, because they were. It, <laughs> there was only so many times you could go over in a, in a magic marker pen and say it's been moved. Yeah, to. different. different uh, so um, this has been. I suppose we, they'd already booked some tickets. Uh, we're already booked for the original date. That kept on being handed on to the next date. To the next date. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. going to be. A, it is going to be a limited socially distanced audience. So it's not going right. to be the full six hundred and fifty people. Are they going to do it? At, they sometimes they do it in a cabaret scene down there, don't they? Yes. Rather than seats, they do it like tables. Yeah, I think they're going to do tables in the main room so everybody yeah, can yeah. feel very secure about you know because in many ways it's a test case isn't it you know you're going to make sure mm -hmm. we've got to do a risk assessment we probably yeah. all be tested you know going on the stage and all of that but That's no right. I mean what about stage fright did you ever have stage fright um it's 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 not really stage fright it's more uh, tight ready before you like like a coil spring before you go on there you mm. know mm. so I think until you hit that first song and get that over then you relax mm. Mm. Um, I think I was nervous going on the Palladium and I thought to myself, <laughs> why am I nervous? I'm in the best theatre in the world yeah. with a 32-piece orchestra, a lovely sound system, and I've got nothing to worry about, but yeah. I was nervous. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Because <laughs> the gravity of the show, I suppose, that's yes. what it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The, um, you, but you've so got to play the gig, I, not the occasion, as they say with football. You've got to play the game, not the occasion. That's right. You've got to think it's another gig. That's right. Yeah. I, I don't really get nervous, nervous. No, I just get a bit... You know, uptight, bit, yeah. bit stent, trends. Still, I got the first song out the way, and I'm fine. Yeah, because some people do, and and I'm, and I'm not obviously. I've got a, a week to go or so, mm. but I'm just wondering how I'm going to feel. You know, because I haven't done it. I haven't done it for two years. I haven't walked out. Man, you'd feel great. It's like riding horse, boy. You get back on. I tell you, as soon as you, I can't ride horse. Cord, you'll be there. <laughs> well, thank, thank you for <laughs> like your encouragement. Like that first chord of the Beatles. Bang! It's been a hard day. You'll be. <laughs> oh, oh, oh it should be great, mate. Yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Funny thing, stage, right? Isn't it? I get more uptight, I think, doing what I've got to learn lines. Oh, you know, yeah. when you've got to, like, you're in a show, for instance, and you've got loads of dialogue. Yeah. Then you go on the stage and you don't want to dry, do you, in the middle? Because no. the next book's got to have the cue. Yes. That makes me nervous. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but I, and the older I get, the harder it is to remember lines because you, when you're young, you can just learn like that. Yeah. And it yeah. stays, and it, I'm, I can remember lines I did in 1966. Wow. wow. Don't ask me why, but they're still in there. Yeah. You know? Hysterium, yeah. you know that potion you prepare that so fills one with passion. Yes, bring it to me now, slave in chief. I have, you know, that was from a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. I still remember. 1966. Oh. Yeah. Uh, when I used to do Cappuccino Girls, um, I was known for never quite getting the lines exactly right, you know, even though I'd written them. Stand, stand it. Yes. Stand, never get anything right. No, so the, <laughs> the cast members always used to stand there and wait for me to stop talking. Then they knew it was yeah. their turn to talk. <laughs> 
Do you know, it's like that when I say the word Stan, because he was a comedian and they're terrible, Brad Lippy. Yeah. Same thing, I'd wait till he finished. And then I just go with the flow, like we're having a talk, and I'd come back with something, you know what I mean? But it's a bit of a skill to do that, you know? Because you get, you, get, you get actors, they get, I mean, oh, yes. I, I'm married to an actor, but I mean, actors get a bit, bit prissy about it. Right? Absolutely. So when I was in his panto in uh, Liverpool with Bill Maynard, do you remember Bill yes, Maynard? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Bill was in it and he was playing the dame in it. And of course, the guy that was playing the prince was a bit, you know, <laughs> a bit elegant, if you know what I mean. And uh, Bill was chucking in jokes, you see, and he was throwing him because he couldn't come in because he didn't know where to come in. So he, he complained to the management. He's not sticking to the script. He said he's a comedian. They never stick to the script. <laughs> so when he, he actually apologised, and he said, OK, I'll take the joke out. Yeah. So this bloke said, was it love hath no man greater than to lay down his joke for a friend? <laughs> <laughs> he was unbelievable. This bloke used to ring me up and say, Prince Charming here. It was his name. You know, anyway, it, I it's the way you're brought up, isn't it? Because when we used to do the musicals, um, yeah. the, the only people, well, I mean, none of the band, well, they can read music, but they didn't read music. We used to just mm. do it. You know, we used to learn yeah, it, as, yeah. we used to work it out, learn it. And I, I, and I could never quite work out why everybody used to get cross. If not with the band, because the band always played the same. But yeah, yeah, if yeah, I was yeah. doing something, they'd well, like, we we don't do it that way. And it, obviously, actors, that's it, well, isn't it? Once it's set, they got a script, it, and it, it, it doesn't change. Script. Doesn't change. Yeah. Whereas if you're in a band, you know, every night's different. You know. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh no, actors. They, they see. I've always said, turns can act, but actors can't do a turn. Right. Because they're a different breed. Yes they, yes. they learn the script and it's in their head and before they go on, they're looking at it and they go on, it's word for word perfect. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they've got to do it, I suppose, in a big production. Absolutely, whatever. absolutely. Um, but as turns, we'd like... Yeah, last time I was word <laughs> perfect. Mavericks. Was 1966 as well. <laughs> That's right, JCC. Right, I can't, I can't hang around, I've got, to, I've got to do some rehearsals. That's right, yeah. All right. Are then, you going to rehearse now? Of course I am. I've got, a, I've got, I've got 20 minutes of guitar playing. Get your, playing. Finger, get, get your nail varnished. <laughs> They'll start talking about you. <laughs> it's the mascara that gets them every time. Right. Hey, have a lovely week. And, uh, I'll and see, you. see you next week then. And good luck with the gig. When, when is the gig? Oh, it's a, it's a week on Friday, so I'll be I'll probably be uh, I'll be with you next week talking about it a bit. But, okay, um, you know, but at least I'm it's... going up to London to, on, on Thursday to see Under Milkwood oh, with um, uh, Sean Phillips. Um, we Do were lucky enough to get two tickets from Gaynor Morgan Reese, who's a friend of mine. She's in it. Oh, lovely! Um, uh, because it's completely sold out for three months. Fantastic. It's national. Wow! So we're going to have a nice day out. All and I going up to watch that. Great. I love it. Well, we can. Can we have a, um, a review then? So when are you going this week or next week? We go in Thursday. Coming. Right. So next week, then maybe have a review of Under Milkwood from um, from Joy. Yeah. Why not? Lovely. All right. Uh, see you next week. See you next week. Have a lovely, have a lovely time. Th- have a lovely time in the theatre, darling. Yeah, and, good and it's good it's night. Goodbye for me and goodbye from you. <laughs> it's goodbye. Goodbye. Go on, up it. I'll see you next week. <laughs> I got a guitar to, <laughs> to play. <laughs>